Whispers in Dark podcast, episode 72. How are you guys Hi. doing? Hi. Okay. Too bad yourself? I'm pretty good. Um, after E3, I've just been sitting here without a purpose, but that's all right. How about you guys? Not not much. Not a whole bunch. I'm trying to finish school. That's about it. When's it end for you? It doesn't end. It ends when I finish it. It's oh, correspondence. What happened to summer vacation? I work. <laughs> but no more school. I work and go to school. But no you're more like school, me, right? You're like my sister. She's, she's taking uh, classes right now, Sarah. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, tough, but yeah. Well, we all seem to be in our own little things. We're doing good, guys. We're doing good. We all have our, our personal adventures to conquer. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Mine is watching shitty movies. Whoa. Yeah, so what was that movie you said sucked in the question post? You, know, right. you didn't answer my question. Well, to jump into, uh, if you ask me something at Ask FM, I did not see it. But, no, I asked. I asked it on the question post. Oh, I didn't see that then. Because I figured you'd see it. I did not. It's all surprise. It's for the end of the show. But mm-hmm. I guess to jump into the "What have you been watching, doing?" segment of the show, um, I know I've seen more than just one movie, but I did see the sequel to the last Exorcism. So it wasn't really the last. The last Exorcism two. Mm-hmm. Awful, awful, oh. awful, awful. I love titles like that. Yeah, it's it's just one of the worst, one of the worst films. It's, it's bad. The ending what? ending should have just had "Bad to the Bone" at the end, at the music as the finishing track. It was so fucking stupid. The first movie was good until the ending, and the ending ruined it. The ending was hilarious. You, I think, you know how you go into laughing fit sometimes, like just a, like one thing. Mm-hmm. This would send you into a laughing fit. It's... I had a really good one the, earlier this week with that. Uh... Uh, UFC glitches video that I posted. That was fantastic. I was laughing. Everyone, so everyone hard. was posting that everywhere. It's, I kept seeing it. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> For people that don't know, we're talking about their that new EA Sports UFC game come out, and it's got like these really ridiculous collision and physics glitches where like. Guys will just start flying around through the air for no reason. It was making having, me laugh. Having uh, convulsions on the floor, acting Gumby like, and yeah, there's a ghost in the ring. <laughs> that was one of my them, favorite. Because <laughs> they they actually make fun of uh, Mike uh, Mike Goldberg and Joe Rogan, like the guy commentating, and then he's like he's like Gus goes for a single leg, gets a hold of a ghost, and takes him down. God, it was so funny. <laughs> It was incredible use of sorcery. He is the Michael <laughs> Jordan of magic. <laughs> it was, I was laughing so hard though. His mannerisms for both the commentators was perfect too. But yeah, it was really funny. Uh, you watch any movies in particular? Me? Yeah. No. I did. The only thing I can really, uh, I think, worth noting that I've consumed as far as media is I. Finally played episodes two through four of The Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm liking it more and more all the time. Um, it's not it's not perfect. I think it's a little more formulaic than The Walking Dead, and by that I mean you'll get to a fight, at, like a, a Bigsby quick time fight, and then you'll talk for a bit, and then investigation, and then it kind of goes through the motions a little. Mm-hmm. But um, I enjoy the universe um, quite a bit. It's a very, it's such a very peculiar thing that franchise. Because um, when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, it's like fairy tales in New York with a noir setting. This sounds really stupid, but um, it actually works out really well. Like I like, I like that because Bigsby, the main character, is the big bad wolf. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I really enjoyed is that um, 
uh, his, his he has one of the three little pigs living with him. I can't remember the name of the pig, um, but he's basically a squatter, and he, he Bigsby just lets him live there because he feels bad for blowing his house down. <laughs> but uh, it, it's a really really good game. Um, I really I hope the new the last episode is out soon because I want to finish it up. I actually ended up buying the first two volumes of Fables because uh, I don't think they'll do a season two of that because um, they're too busy making shitty Borderlands games and. Yeah, hmm. it it's is a shame. It's very interesting. I don't know anything about the source material either, but I really got into it. It's really fun. Characters yeah. are nice. The art style is really good too. I love the vibrancy of it. That's probably the best Telltale game in terms of visuals, though. I think it has Definitely. the best visual identity. Um, I would still say like Walking Two season, Walking Dead season two is better, but. Um, I would like it if this had a season two more than that got a season three, just because I think this universe is more interesting to explore further, mm. in my opinion. But that's it, really. All right, Whitney. Yeah, nothing much. I, I watched stuff on Netflix. I watched some uh, documentaries. Watched one about uh, <clears throat> mail order brides from Russia. Mm-hmm. It was kind of sad. Yeah, not not much. Oh, I forgot to mention I watched a documentary about a guy with a little wiener and his quest to fix it. Oh, you're talking about... Oh, that, uh, was, uh, that was recommended to me on Netflix. What was, eh. what was, it, what was it called? Um, something Unhung Hero. Yeah, it was. It tried to be a good documentary, but I was like halfway through, I'm like, this is going to end up with an epiphany at the end where he's like, I don't need a bigger wiener. It's, and that's exactly what it does. It's, it's just kind of it's boring. Spoilers! Gosh. What the you... only part, the only part about that that I, that I like, I after a while it's just like, okay, I get it. Like he's gonna do one thing, and then he's gonna decide that this isn't a good idea. Like when he goes to, it was he in Korea, and he, he went to he, Korea, then like somewhere in Africa or something. Yeah, he went to uh, Caribbean. Yeah, the Caribbean. But in in Korea, he was gonna go through this procedure where they, I can't believe this exists. Like mm-hmm. you take a strip of belly fat and skin. And then they like shove it in around the shaft, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! That probably that looks cannot, hilarious. That can't be good. Like belly fat. Like so, what happens if you if you work out a bunch, just goes burns off? It sits <laughs> he there and rots. Burner. Like no, I don't mean it literally burns. I mean the fat gets. <laughs> but um, like that can't be good. What the fuck's wrong with people? Jesus Christ! I don't know, but he luckily like, he didn't do it. Yeah, that was. I don't know. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah, exactly. Just okay. I did what like the part that? when he got beat up by the guys in the bathhouse. What? Oh, what? That was that was funny. Cause he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, that what? was. What did he do to set them off? Bring he a goes... camera. Yeah, he brought a camera into a bathhouse. Why did he do that? Cause he was. T- was he wanted it... to see the national average and get like an idea of people around him. That was it. And then like one of the guys notices he a camera, and then he fucking they throw him in the fucking hot tub. <laughs> Deserve it too. What a prick. Fucking idiot! Uh, silly Americans looking why, at. Why? Uh, why did he uh, start this quest? What oh, set him you, off? you you probably saw the. That's just just to quickly finish it off this part. But you probably saw the viral video where he proposed to his girlfriend at a baseball game, and she said no. And she, one of her reasons was his wiener was small. Wait, this is a viral video. Yeah, years it's, ago. Years ago, like 2007, I think. Wait, I thought those were all fake. No. No, all viral so, videos. No, 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 no. Oh. The, the 
the super proposal ones, but the girl goes no, and then she runs off. Oh, she didn't she just she just walked away. She didn't even say anything. Where are we starting from? Where is the actual news starting from? The forest. The forest. Where is this forest news? Right above the last podcast. The last podcast. Oh God! Didn't we talk all about the interviews at E3 and all that though? Before. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. The forest com- is getting an update. What is this update, CJ? The update includes um, new items, new things you can do, like uh, building rafts that are more functional than last time. They're fixing some gravity glitches. You kill birds now because instead of being the magical Disney princess that the game kind of positions you as, for some reason they always go to your finger and you hold them up in a very cute way. You can now kill them. Um, general bug improvements since it is early access. This is Actually, version 0.01. Like, 0.02, sorry. But save save data won't work with that previous version. So you'll be completely reset, which is one of the reasons why I'm no longer playing the game until it's at a point where it's far closer to being finished. Why, why does it reset? Because it's a very, very early version, and when they update something significantly, the save file is not going to carry over. This isn't even worth it to play until it's done. Yeah pretty much early access but if you really want to support the project then you can buy it now i think it's yeah. gonna have a lot of potential though it's very fun you probably you probably shouldn't though because fuck early access yeah it's all up to how you feel about oh buying a game I, done and i honestly wish i didn't even buy daisy anymore i think this is a horrible industry practice that valve shouldn't be encouraging <laughs> well you see in steam Greenlight, we have shit like rock simulator getting approved i think it got approved but it's getting a huge traction for some reason which is just sad. Green, what, green what light is, is that? Someone just trying to bank on the simulator trend. All he did was open up Unity, build, use the terrain tool, import a rock model, put it on a piece of grass and make up a bullshit story, and now they're trying to turn it into a game that they can sell. It's really sad. It's pathetic. Mm-hmm. A lot of green light games are like that, and it's disgusting and stupid. Green light should go away, period. Mm-hmm. Even more than early access, it should. They should have a QA team. Yeah, Valve was considering getting rid of Greenlight. That was a mistake. And like you said, they definitely need a QA team. Just hire like two or three guys. Just they sit there and go, "What's this?" All right. Not two or three. They need like twelve. They need like a. They need like a like an office. Like that's a huge job. How many Steam games are Greenlit? That's a full time job. They need something in between what they previously had was, "Hey Valve, we're developers of X and Y. Please put us through." And then they check through it. But they. Wait a minute. I mean, it makes no sense that something like Deadly Premonition had to go through fucking green light. I don't know what that was about. I I think the publisher was just unsure if there was a big enough market for it. That's why they did it. I think that's the reason they gave. It was weird since they were already developing it, most likely. Yeah, they were. Oh, well. But anyway, early access is weird. I like some ideas that pop up on there, but some executions of those ideas are shit. So just wait. Next thing, um, we talked a lot about E3 stuff, but... They actually released a trailer for um, Corpse Party and Occubus Trip. Corpse Party, on PC, if you don't know, it's going to be the original version, which was based, based in RPG Maker. So the sprites are different, and the voice acting's different because it's voiced by like amateurs or people who probably actually made the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does include the PSP-exclusive sequel, Book of Shadows, in a new adventure style, so it's no longer a visual novel. That I'm looking forward to trying, because Corpse Party is a really, really good game. Uh, this might be a little step back if you really like the PSP version, but I think it might be worth it. Anyone here going to pick it up? It's creepy. Mm. You don't want the butter the pooper stuff? <laughs> That's no. where you get it. You can get it here. 
Yeah, they just didn't put the Vita version on. Um, I don't know. I guess they... It was PC, then they remade the PC, then they brought it to P- PSP, and I don't know. Yeah, I guess, whatever. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it sells well so they actually bring the true Corpse Party sequel to PC. I mean, to America, because it's on PC in Japan and hasn't moved at all. I also got trailer. Isn't that, hmm? isn't that isn't the true Corpse Party sequel on Vita? No, no, that is the third entry to the P- the Heavenly Host series. Corpse Party Two, with the actual number, is a sequel on PC only in Japan, hmm. and it has not been localized or any news of localization has popped up. That's weird. Yes, I'm hoping XC is going to go. Hey, look, this sold well. Let's go call those guys and bring their second game here. Hmm, that'd be nice. There's a trailer for Akibush Trip, which is exactly how I described it last podcast. Sentai poses, ripping off clothes. It's going to be goofy. It was fun from what I played. Um, yeah. Well, it's one of those kind of games. Not too serious. So you don't it's, only like 40, it's only like 40 bucks brand new. You mean the import? No, it's 40 bucks brand new on like Amazon if you pre-order. Oh, I didn't know it was 10 bucks off. Interesting. Ten bucks off. Say games are seventy dollars where I'm from. I'm so sorry. So you goddamn did, Americans. Did you guys uh, buy a lot of games from the Steam sale? Oh, that's a good. Um, I didn't know. Really buy some stuff. I traded and sold Steam cards. So I got uh, okay out of the whole haul. Let's see what my haul is. Um, Master Reboot, which I streamed the other day. Uh, Slender the Arrival, which I'm going to stream. I t- Wait, I thought that was, I thought you. Oh no, Kyle had that game. Yeah, Kyle no. played Slender. Um, someone gifted me Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, so Michael Bean impressions have been happening again. Um, I think that's it. Right now, I'm trying to get Cloud built. It's only three dollars, but I have games in my inventory that I'm trying to trade with people, so it would be nice to get Cloud built. And that's I all. I saw on your Twitter you said something about some pizza game. Oh, that was a game I was going to stream today because I saw it on Reddit. It was You play as a pizza delivery man, you enter a haunted house. I was going to stream it maybe tonight, but then I realized uh, during my download, Chrome told me that it was malicious and canceled the download. So I was like, never mind. I'm not oh. going to risk it. Yeah. Mike, do, you, do you don't have another, like, a virus checker thing? I do, but I don't want to do that right now. I don't want to clean up viruses right now. Eh, it's a little thing. Let's the only things I bought were Call of War as Gunslinger, which a lot of people like, but I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's like a Western first-person shooter mixed with mercenaries from Resident Evil 4, and um, I didn't really like it. It felt really sluggish and weird. And then I bought Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Edition, and that's it. I haven't bought anything else. I got gifted a bunch of stuff, but oh yeah, it was your birthday yesterday. Yeah, it was. Happy birthday! So everyone can say it in the now. comments. Super old now. I'm 27. I'm gonna die ah. soon. Hey, I'm only speaking of myself. Canadians are have like dog ears, <laughs> so really I'm like 80. He's like 80. Yeah, exactly. I guess that would be that's like nine in dog ears. Whatever. <laughs> You'd probably be dead in dog ears. Probably. <laughs> Seven times 27. Unless it was a tiny dog. Tiny, tiny dogs, dogs usually. Yeah, they do. Oh God damn it. <laughs> not that's not the most horrible thing you could say <laughs> just just my cool. dog just my dog <laughs> little Jeez. dogs are supposed to live way longer mm. like, I am 18 years 20 okay I'm marking the calendar um what'd how you get though how, how old is your mom's dog I don't know probably 10 I don't know 
Something that she still runs around and barks all the time. She hasn't reached the age where she just lays down and barks. <laughs> Fat dog. <laughs> what'd you get? What'd you get in the Steam sale? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, Steam birthday gifts. Oh, um, a friend got me Europa Universalis 4, which is like, uh, it's kind of like Civ, but it's a little more about diplomacy and I don't know. Um, and then another friend got me a game called Banished, which is kind of like, uh, oh, what are the, what's that series? I don't know if it's like Sim City or what, but it's like a town building game. And that's, that's it really. Hmm. That's it. No, there's one other one, but I don't remember what it's called, and I don't have Steam open. <laughs> I forget. I also got Splinter Cell Blacklist, which actually works on my PC, unlike Splinter Cell Conviction, because Ubisoft ports are very hard to trust, but thankfully this works. Except for Zev. Um, very fun. Except for Zev. Yeah, he can't play online with me for some reason, or anyone. Wait, what's... <laughs> I don't, we don't know. We tried everything. We spent like an hour trying to fix his internet, but it wouldn't work. But anyway, Splinter Cell Blacklist, awesome multiplayer, by the way. Uh, what's the next news item? Let's see. Oh, I my, posted my preview of Alien Isolation. Mm-hmm. And um, I said it scares me for the wrong reasons, because I'm not sure if it's going to be good or bad. But they promise so much. I mean, it does deliver in its production value and its ideas and concept, but the execution's weird, because it feels like it might just end up being a trial and error fest of unfair deaths and unfair gameplay. Mm, I hate those types of things. No, it's just it's just speculation, just based on my twenty-something minute demo. But it did feel like it was just trying to go. So you were going to you, die. So at this point, you're you're not sure you would you would put in a pre-order to get it. I don't really do pre-orders all too much, unless it's like something that's going to give me a limited edition. But if you really were excited for an Alien game, I'd say hopefully hopefully reviews go up before the release date, so you know you can get an idea of what you're going to get. Weren't but, you playing like the? The special mode, the challenge mode, though? Yes, people people brought that up. But the problem was the challenges were presented on screen, which are just three goals, which one was do the main objective, which was just get from point A to B. The other was pick up, like, um, uh, dog tags, and the other was something else that was unrelated to gameplay. It's just the way I felt that the game asks you to get from point A to B by avoiding the alien, and in some ways it just feels unfair how he can get you. The one point I put in my preview was that I was hiding in a ventilation shaft and I, the alien was in front of me outside the ventilation shaft and instead of taking the time to run backwards to go to the entrance of the ventilation shaft was like maybe 20 feet away he suddenly just appeared behind me so that means the developers of the game put a preference or a priority over the death design instead of logic where he would have to come and get me so I was like oh you got spotted instant death it's not oh you got spotted now he's coming for you and I feel that's incredibly cheap hmm I know that Danielle from Idle Thumbs really liked it, and I know Zach really liked it. Mm-hmm. I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, production value is great. Visually, it's stunning. It is creepy. There was one point where I was um, trying to hack a door to close it, and I, I heard him coming, and that was generally really exciting. That was creepy. That's good. But uh, yeah, it's definitely no Colonial Marines. It's guaranteed to be better than that, no matter what. <laughs> uh, yep, that's my preview. Cautiously. I want to still be optimistic, though. Um, we posted some more E3 stuff, residual stuff, like the Troy Baker interview and the Matthew Mercer interview. How was the response to the Troy Baker interview? People seem to laugh. Actually, I haven't checked the comments in a while. Um, people seem to have thought that Zach did his best, and they no one really said, oh, you fucking suck. 
someone said that Troy was really nice despite the awkwardness and situation. So yeah, nothing nothing bad happened from it. Okay. Certainly certainly a blunder, but did that, uh, uh, did Troy Baker respond to your tweet at him about it? I only tweeted once about it, I think, and I don't think he saw it, so I don't know. Or maybe he did. Who knows? But Matthew oh. Mercer did see it, and he was kindly enough to retweet the whole post. That was cool. You know, Matthew Mercer is now playing oh. Kanji in Persona. <sighs> hey, hey, I, you know, I gotta point this out. Your reaction? Remember how people were so upset about Troy Baker replacing you-know-who in Silent Hill 2? <laughs> now the inverse is happening. I've seen so many people like, I'm canceling my Persona Q pre-order! Well, um, the reason I'm sad is because I thought it was only related to the anime, which he was just getting, like, it was his honeymoon, so he couldn't record the rest of it. I didn't know it was a, a finite decision. I don't think they... Well, okay, so people know, in, in Persona 4, there's a character named Kanji, and when it came out, um, Troy Baker played that character, and he also played it in Arena, played Kanji in Arena, and half of the shitty anime. And then he, he, went out, he actually went on his honeymoon, and that's why he wasn't there to finish it. But, um... Now he's in every single video game this fall, so I just think he didn't have time to do it. What if they said, well, this guy did a really good job, and he's cheaper than Troy? <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. That happens all the time, though, you know? Yeah. Honestly, like, when you hear Matthew Mercer, he's basically, like, when I talked to Erin last week, she was on my podcast, and she said that a lot of them can voice match each other. Mm. A lot of voice actors know how to do that, like... Some people say they could hear Matthew Mercer immediately, but he sounds a lot like Troy Baker. Um, like, if you were just to tell someone that it's not, or that it was Troy Baker the whole time, I think you could fool people. Hmm. So he does a good job. I mean, shit happens. I mean, I prefer consistency, too. But it just it did remind me of, of when HD Collection came out and everyone was going nuts. They really should, they really should give Troy's residuals, though. I mean... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh. They should have for all those ports. Um, but huh? although, although um, it wasn't nearly as bad as the Silent Hill thing, though. Yeah, there's definitely no well, wait, contracts wait, are people, pending. Are people uh, calling for the deaths of the developers? And are they? No. All that the worst thing I saw is people saying they won't. Or they're canceling their pre-orders. How how bad? Are, are Persona fans anywhere near as bad as Silent Hill fans? Like the worst of them? Well, uh, there can be a lot of friction between SMT and Persona, but nothing as bad as okay. some of the stuff in Silent Hill. Though. I figured, since it's like friendship and happiness and taking over things and destroying the bad guys, I'd imagine it's there'd not... be less angry people involved. I don't know. There's, It's just a little different. It's, mm. Silent Hill is just full of shitty people. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Mm. <laughs> you go to the fucking you go to the fucking official Silent Hill page, and every single post is just people saying they want it dead, they want it to go away, and they hate everything. Come back, but uh, I'm not gonna harp on Silent Hill fans again. Cause I remember someone someone was like, "You guys talk about Silent Hill fans a lot." It's like that's kind of hard not to. Wait, mm-hmm. who said that? It was just a comment on Twitter a couple months ago. I'm like it's kind of hard not to when we're so. We haven't done it in forever, it. though. Yeah, we, yeah, sure. We haven't hit meet our quota. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, I don't think there's a single fan base that actually is good. I really don't. I just think people on the internet are awful. Yeah, even things like baking. Somebody posted something on Twitter the other day, like, here's a baking, baking. forum. Yeah, like, here's, here's how to make a cake. Oh, here's how to make a cupcake. And someone's like, you can't swap that with that. That's going to ruin the recipe. Are you fucking stupid? It's like, you guys are discussing cupcakes. Relax. Relax, please. 
I mean, just the only, history. Unless it's like really niche. Anything that's like even remotely popular. Like what about Deadly Premonition, Whitney? Is that really shitty? Nope. But yeah, there's like it's kind of the, kind of the game it is. There's one game mm-hmm. you kind of have to embrace the quirkiness of it along with everything else, and that's it. The um, only I think the only thing I've seen uh, someone get like mad about about Deadly Premonition. I have fun with a seizure over there. On Tumblr, you know shippers. You know, oh, no. Shippers, right? Oh, so apparently, this this one fan preferred to ship um, George with Emily or George with, I don't know, someone else. And someone gave him a real hard time about it. But they ended up deleting their Tumblr. Like, it was something really dumb. Like, <laughs> why do you care? It makes me this, laugh. <laughs> this person prefers to Whitney, have... Whitney, if you haven't noticed, a lot of people on Tumblr might be overly sensitive and also tweens just yeah. a bit no i Tumblr think, I think the people Tumblr... people involved were in their 20s <laughs> like i said so, that's hilarious tumblr reminds me of uh reverend lovejoy's wife in the simpsons remember <laughs> yeah well so much please think of the children Except you know there, there is a lot of there is a lot of social justice warriors on there and um but there's there's a lot of cool kids. I mean, of course. it's not like it's not all bad, but mm. God, there sure is a bunch of oversensitive crybabies on there. Yeah, check I your mean, cake it... privilege. <laughs> How dare you use whole wheat flour? Uh, well, I mean, I was called an ableist. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember one time when the vegan, uh, militant vegan, was sending me questions on Ask about why I eat meat. <laughs> How did he even yeah. find you? Like, what? I don't know. That was really funny, though. He's like, the reason you got overweight is because you indulged <gasps> in the suffering of animals. <laughs> Your gullet is full of sadness. <laughs> you know, I, I just, like, replied with it, and it was worth it the whole time. <laughs> it was worth it. Did they end up going away? Actually, uh, they did stop, because I sent them this video that looped for ten hours, and I guess they just... Didn't think what it was, was worth it. That loop for 10 hours? It's like this really irritating uh, J-pop, J-pop song. I can't remember what it's called even. It was like... And it was just goes on and on. People put the little characters doing that stupid dance? Caramel no, not not the caramel dancing one. It was a different one. I don't remember what it's called. But it's just like about like, give me a kiss and it'll set me free. And then they stopped. <laughs> I wish I had some... I, I, I don't know, but it was. There's some weird people on the internet. Anything and everything. There's always going to be some sort of friction between fans because someone's always going to think that they're a better fan than someone else, and mm-hmm. fights are going to ensue. You know, I actually recently, um, I was I was looking through Tumblr yesterday, and apparently there was this fan artist. She does a bunch of real life uh, drawings of things from Supernatural, Sherlock. Uh, Doctor Who, and you look at her work and it looks like photographs. She's that talented. And apparently, she got a bunch of hate mail from people who were just fucking jealous of her talent, and she ended up just quitting and and, and leaving DeviantArt, the Tumblr, and all this other stuff, just because the online hate she was getting for being a kick-ass artist. I mean, yeah. she was really good, and people were just jealous. And I'm just, 
Petty jealousy. I just want, she, I just, she, she wasn't even a mean person or anything from what I saw. She just was a regular Joe, like, hey, what's going on? And she got a tons of hate just because they needed something to be hateful about, I guess. There's a tons of really miserable people on the internet that, especially when you put yourself out there and create something, they want to tear you down. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how awful people are because they have really low self-esteem and they have nothing better to do. And... Oh, I could do that better. You you suck at whatever your project is. You call that a movie. Yeah, stuff like just that. Just like anything, it's just, it's just a fact of putting yourself out there. Not to say that that person deserved that because it's just stupid. Like, I'm just saying, like, even, you know, anything we do in real life, we get like that even. Anything you do is just... When you put yourself out there, people like to tear you down because they're awful. The world is full of awful people. Misery loves company, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can name a few websites, but I don't feel like getting dosed. So. <laughs> getting gassed? No. Dosed. I say it wrong. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, DDoS. Okay. Yeah, I like saying <laughs> they say gas just like someone to throw tear gas in your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you live, motherfucker. Oh no. Fuck you for giving downpour did you, a nine. Did you give someone poison peaches? No, but uh, that was a fun video to make. I'm referring to a Daisy video that I recorded um, where some guy was like, eat my peaches. And the other guy was like, no, I don't want to eat the peaches. Fuck you. And I started the gunfight. It was really cute. And then, then he like ran into, that, into the building and took a shot. And yeah. that just, it just fell apart from there for him. Yep, check my YouTube for that video at CJPlays13. It's a really funny Daisy video, and no one was like completely serious or angry about it. It was like the perfect cast of people who were just playing around with each other. It was fun. When I when I think of last thing on this, when I think of people just being upset, like ridiculously upset. I remember remember when I made that stupid Colonial Marine Maroons video. Yes. yes. It was just highlighting all the shitty glitches in Colonial Marines. There was a guy on it. That was saying that it was all my fault because my computer wasn't good enough. <laughs> then I said, like, so is the writing better if you have a better video card? And um, he replied with, like, like you're a sad excuse for a human being. I hope you take some 50 caliber aspirin, you fucking piece of shit. And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, this. It's like you can't tell me you have this bad a buyer's remorse for playing this <laughs> shitty game. That's some cognitive I, dissonance. I, I, even, I even said to him, like, if you like this game, it doesn't matter. Fuck. You need a it, it was like when I when I did my showing the problems of the HD collection, I was accused of programming my Xbox <laughs> to, to make it look worse than it was. And obviously, this person didn't know I I have no such skills, and they just assumed I I purposely made the the game look worse than it was because I was a bad silent hill fan i, I don't there's, know there's whitney at a com- at a command line in it's a dark, dank room like plotting there's lightning in the background like i'm gonna ruin it for everyone and we find out the one who controlling her with the mission objectives was kojima himself just sitting there do it whitney do it movie star said my trailer was good do it oh man that was making me laugh so hard I, feel I bad saw for like because... I saw the Konami UK Konami or whatever kept retweeting these quotes from people who saw the trailer. Yes, and They're I was so... like, Ugh. it's it's really weird, but I granted that trailer was very good. 
it was an amazing trailer. It was probably the best one of all of E3. But yeah. like the director of Drive was like, like, there's no way that he said this. I do not believe that he actually said this. He's like, Kojima is the harness the, the souls of. Uh, Oh God, Stanley Kubrick and Stanley Kubrick and all this, and I'm like, this is a fucking video game about like <laughs> like stripper snipers. Like, come on. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like um, they, what they probably just did is send the trailer to them to go. What do you think? You would you provide us with the response to this and something like that? And that's all they did. I, like, hold on, I have to bring this up now. Like, I mean, I literally have to bring up the, the page because like they were making me laugh because I'm like, are you for real, Kojima? I, I was just confused because I really doubt all of these people actively pay attention to video games, unless I'm just. Mistaken. I can see, what's his name? Um, the guy that directed Pacific Rim yeah. and whatnot. Guillermo del Toro is a gamer. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro, he's a gamer. But like, like the the producer of Spider Man said it was really good. Um, he's connected to Metal Gear movie, so. But oh, there you go, <laughs> there you go. But like, yeah, the one from the director of Drive was literally just making me laugh. I gotta find it. Where is it? Where is it? There we go. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> Nicholas Winding Refn. I might have said his name wrong. This is the director of Drive. Amazing movie if you haven't seen it. Watching the trailer for Metal Gear Solid Five makes you wonder if the spirits of Destrovsky, Stanley Kubrick. And Chara Vego, I don't know who that is, I'm pronouncing these names wrong, um, entered Hideo Kojima's body because using the art of gaming as his canvas, he boldly goes where no one has gone before. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you think you're saying, saying this tongue-in-cheek? That's what it feels like. Like, <laughs> it's not even over. Like, the trailers for Metal Gear Solid Five once again uh, prove once again that Hideo Kojima's master at portraying a wider and more complex view of human nature combined with breathtaking action sequences. A daring and bold move from one of the founders of the future of technology. With Metal Gear Solid V, Hideo Kojima has perfected the marriage of cinematic storytelling and cutting-edge gaming technology. For me, it all culminates into one word. Genius. Now, he could have said that, <laughs> but... Oh my god. Oh gosh. This sounds like such, it's like the one I said, like, like, middle, he, he is, uh, I put up a tweet that said, uh, Kojima's harnessed the spirits of, of Kurt Cobain and Orson Welles. Uh, my publicist really likes hyperbole, but instead of, and attributed to Spielberg. Well, I'm it. surprised Citizen Kane wasn't brought up in that quote. Oh, I remember that when oh. it was happening all the time last year. Last I like I like I like what Norman Reedus said though. Wow, that is amazing! So beautiful, so well done. You guys have created an incredible piece of art. Is it? Is his name actually Norman Reedus? I thought that was the yeah. character. No, his name is Norman Reedus. Norman okay. Reedus. Yeah. That one sounds like it's real. I imagine. Yeah, I can imagine him, but he just came out and I was like, "He is Norman Reedus." Maybe oh, you know what? To be just so people don't get upset, because people get really upset about Metal Gear. Speaking of fan bases that suck. Um, you know, Nicholas Winding could have said that, but it just sounds so over the top. I know it does. It sounds like he's, he he got a publicist to write it. He probably didn't, but it's still so ridiculous. Yes, yeah, Stanley Ko- Kojima's on Stanley Kubrick's level. <laughs> yep, good trailer though. <laughs> good trailer. It was a damn good trailer though. The gameplay looks so good for that, too. Oh, my God. I'm still very excited to see um, Quiet's backstory. And I, I'm ready I'm ready to be proven wrong and feel bad about my what-the-fucking 
in this when I saw her. Yeah. I'll send you one of the, the best fan theories I saw regarding her later. That she has to get naked to no, no, no. hide? But, show you. Oh. Show you. Be good. So what news okay. were we on? Mirasaki baby. What is that? It's a weird uh, Tim Burton-esque uh, beta game where you guide a little weird little girl and she has a balloon. It looks cute. It looks, looks cute. It looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, but it comes out in September. That's the news. We had no release date prior to E3. And there you go. September 2014. Are you going to get it? I would like to, yeah. It looks kind of quirky. Hopefully it's functional. It's kind of a game where you guide the character using your, touch, your finger on the touchscreen. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. I have bad memories of games like that on the PC when I was like uh, 10 and how it never worked right. I had to draw bridges for them. That sucked. Uh, let's see. Our video preview of Bloodborne came out. With Zach, mm-hmm. he's talking about his impressions of Bloodborne. I'm sure he, he told you, Kyle, what he thought on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, from what he said, it sounds impressive. Certainly sounds like it's going to be a thing to get PS4 exclusive, though, just so you know. Yep, I know. Everyone is going to have to get a PS4 if they want to continue. So we'll continue are with you the gonna, Are you going to, is that going to be your thing you're going to get next, CJ? What? A PS4. What do you mean, my thing that I get next? What yeah, like your next, your next system. Um, if I get a console, it's definitely a PS4. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be a year or two from now. Honestly, it really depends. I am in no point to buy a $400 console. If only a few yeah. games that I want so far. But yeah, uh, nothing's really driving me to a PS4 right now. You should get a Ouya. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that was a joke. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's offensive. It hurts. <laughs> are they even sold anymore? Yeah, they are. Oh, wow. That's yeah, surprising. they they're just really niche. Mm, poor thing. There's a couple. There's a couple Android-based platforms. All they ever become is emulator boxes for most people. <laughs> people just put put their emulators on them. That's no fun. I can put them on my phone. Um, it's too bad Vita TV didn't come out sooner. Then that could have come the indie platform. Yeah, I'm kind of concerned about the whole Vita TV and Sony's lack of focus on the Vita. I thought the, v- I thought the Vita TV or whatever was in Japan. They just they announced that E3 for yeah, America. It's... Oh. I'll be getting it. Hey, that 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 means CJ, we could play a book of memories together and uh, um, record it. Not really, because I would have to get the Vita TV plus the capture card. It's money, 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 money. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Why would you want to play Book of Memories anyway? <gasps> he he likes it. I like that. <laughs> when he has not touched your Vita in over two years. <laughs> it's I true. touched it. No, you did. A lot, a lot to of move it. Yes, I have. I was playing Silent Hill 1 on it. All right. Fine. Ooh. Oh, I was playing Parasite Eve. Just a quick little thing. Did you uh, finish it? No, not, I played it for the first time, though. Well, got this where I'm up to now. I got up to the place after the PlayStation. The second time. It's a creepy the, fucking the, game. The place after what? Police station. The, oh, I thought you said the place after the PlayStation. I'm like, That's what, what I thought he said. What are you Police talking station. about? It's, it's a very interesting game. I forgot to mention it. I mean, it's so relevant I, to the podcast, mm, too. I just forgot. I, I do like it. it. Yeah, I played it on uh, the flight back from E3, and wow, it's very interesting. I, even though even though it's like turn-based, or not turn-based, but more like it's like an RPG. RPG is yeah. yeah. where you take turns doing the shots at the enemy and whatnot. It's yeah. it's fun. I like the second game too. I haven't. I'm looking forward to getting to that one because I heard it's traditional, so traditional horror. So it's walking around, always stuff like that. I feel like I might be overpowered though. I have a really strong gun, and I keep powering it up. The thing about Parasite Eve is 
you don't get the true ending unless you play it a certain way and so many Someone times. Someone told me to go to a certain place when it appears, and I'm going to do that. That might lead me to the right ending. But yeah. Um, Outlast is now on Xbox One. Surprise! Mm-hmm. That happened overnight. No one knew it was coming Xbox One like that. It just popped up. And yeah, they can play it now. With the DLC included. Well, also on the store. Not that, you know, not for free. Yeah. Um, this is pretty interesting because EA has commented on Dead Space ser- on the Dead Space series saying that um, there's nothing to announce, but it is a possibility that we'll see Dead Space again. But I'm pretty sure that's Is that just... a good thing? I don't know, because I feel like I would like to, to see more Dead Space. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see more Dead Space. Uh, but... You guys didn't really like 3, did you? I liked 3, fine. I didn't oh. play it. It looked. It didn't look like my cup of tea, though. I enjoyed it. I thought you didn't like 3. Oh, like, I enjoyed it for the co-ops. Yeah. Oh. I think I give it an 8.5, maybe? I don't remember. But um, it feels like this could be clearly PR speak, because it's just saying, we're not announcing a Dead Space game, but the possibility is open. They'll always say that because you can't say, no, there'll never be another Dead Space. Because what that does is damage the potential of the IP and its fans will go, oh no, you wouldn't do that. So you have to say this potential. So this is kind of even like, this is news, but kind of in PR speak, it's not news because it just seriously mean, yeah, we just got to make sure people stay interested by not saying it's dead. Amy Henning works there at Visceral now too. Mm, I think she's working the Star Wars game. Oh yeah, she is, that's right. Hopefully she contributes to Dead Space 4 and makes the twist of the story. Oh, wait, those crazy words on the walls told me to do something and I did it. Oh, that's the wrong thing to do. Because that was a twist for every every fucking game. Every it's single just, game. Know, yeah, it's like, I, I got so pissed when the third game did. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Again? You think Isaac would realize the words on the wall and the weird alien language is bad. But never mind. Dead Space is just kind of set pieces set up with a plot used to tie them together, though. I feel like the first two games were far better in terms of story. At least... They were interesting. The third game was just like, let's do that again. The first one was so nonsensical. <laughs> this entire colony was an experiment. Oh, what was an experiment exactly? Well, we found marker and experiment. I'm like, so stupid. <laughs> I like that game a lot, though. It's a great game. Yeah, I'm thinking of picking up Dead Space 2 on the summer sale just to replay it. It's been years. Piece of shit on PC. Really? Pretty sure. Dead Space 1 was a piece of shit on PC, too, for sure. Uh, I'll look it up. Shame. But what I hope is not a shitty PC port is Dead Rising 3, because it is completely announced September 5th release date. I am so excited, because I've always wanted really? to play this game. Yep, never played it. Um, I didn't realize you were really that looking forward to it, and you were bummed I, out. I, it was a it was Xbox One, right? Exclusive? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had and no idea you were, you were bummed about that. I was holding out for this day, and I'm very happy. It's announced. I thought you were holding out for Grand Theft Auto V. Both. That it is announced, too. Yeah. I, t- I think I talked about it in the last podcast, though. Yeah, you did. Yeah, so everything comes out in September, which is kind of annoying. So this will come out. Things I'm going to get in September. This, Danganronpa, and a presumably GTX. I'm thinking that might be a September as well. When, wait, when is the Persona game coming out? I said, wait, which one? Five? No, Persona, uh, the, the the Q game. Oh, the I dance game. November. Mm. Dance game, no one knows. Probably next year. Um, a Q is already out in Japan, but it's coming uh, coming this this way in November, and then Ultimax is September 30th. Mm-hmm. Okay. I should have had a month of madness. <laughs> the month <laughs> of social... Remember? Uh, because remember? those work yes. so well. 
Remember when they, the best part of the Month of Madness, though, was when they delayed Book of Memories like the day before it was supposed to come out? And HD Collection. So nothing, only one thing yep. came out. It became, it was the Month of Madness, and then it was the three months of Madness. Actually, no, because Book of Memories delayed several months, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, for fuck's sake. It didn't come out until the fall. Right, right. Which is good, because it was the only release out of those that wasn't buggy. Because you got it, you got it uh, after New York Comic Con. Right, yes, right, right, yeah, right, right. October. God. Whatever happened to Silent Hill? Is it still a thing? <laughs> but yeah, it, I don't th- in, our, in our hearts, it is. Oh, it's beautiful. I don't think it'll ever be a thing again. It will be a merchandising thing for a long time, probably. It will be a thing to me forever. I meant a new thing, rather, I should right. say. Yeah. And like I said before, I think the only way there'll ever be another one is if they get Kojima to produce it. Yeah. If his name is attached in some fashion. Mm-hmm. That's the only way which, they'll give which, it attention. Which which will never happen because he's going to make Metal Gear games until he dies. No, I no, swear he's not. This is... no, no, he's not. He said he, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He said that with two. He said that with one, didn't he? That it was his last. No, 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 no. He said two was his last Metal Gear for sure. Mm-hmm. And, then... and then and then three and then four. And now this one. Probably in Peace Walker. But who knows? Probably Peace Walker. Actually, yeah, he said that for Peace Walker, too. You're they right. Just, they just keep reeling him back. He, he just finds more things he feels that he needs to tell about Metal Gear. He just I doesn't think, want to let it go, all right? It's his baby. I, I think he just doesn't want someone else yep. being mm-hmm. ahead of it. Exactly. That's what I believe, too. I think he just doesn't want anyone messing it up or making it not the way he would like. I mean, look at it this way. When you look at all the other Konami IPs, can you really blame him? Yeah. That is true. I didn't even think of that. He's like, oh god, the fuck it up. But like, it's it's yeah, because they've and let, like we've said a million times, unless it's Metal Gear, they really don't care. Mm. No. Also, also, Pro Evolution Soccer. Oh yeah. Remember, you could take pictures. It's that coveted thing. Uh, like, did they even have anything else coming out? I'm not even kidding. I don't think so, except for PES something. Wait, something. isn't there like some Castlevania thing? No, that never happened. Oh. I don't know. That, they treat that series like shit too, and that's a really popular series. Yeah, that's probably gonna go on a hiatus for a while too, with the way Lord of Shadow Two was received. Oops. Mm-hmm. But and um, with what's his name leaving Konami? Oh right, um, Castlevania dude, I forgot his name. Yeah, same. Here. Um, but to continue on, Dead Rising Three PC port. Um, hopefully it's not shit, but oh, it will wait. be limited to thirty frames. Thinking, thinking of mm. uh. Dead Rising and Capcom. Did you guys hear that they didn't uh, renew their what you would call it so someone could buy them out right now? Yeah, oh yes, buy the company. Someone, as someone's yeah, come Capcom's in really bad straits right now. Yeah, so we might not have Capcom anymore. Someone will probably acquire them, and everyone, every, every Nintendo fanboy wants it to be Nintendo and. But the thing about that is, any company that buys Capcom inherits all of Capcom's financial problems, yeah. and I, I and they've destroyed so many of their IPs, like Mega Man, Resident Evil. Like those IPs could all come back. Nintendo would be a company I would like to buy Capcom, but I think that some co- it'll be like what happened with Atlas, where it'll be some company you've never heard of, some monolithic thing. Mm-hmm. Some Japanese company you've never heard of that'll buy them. That's that's not just a gaming company. Yeah, it's a conglomerate. Yeah, um, they don't. It's kind of nuts though, because like, man, Capcom used to be the shit. It would probably be good under different direction. I mean, they've done a lot of iffy things lately. That's like, no doubt like, affecting their revenue. What happens guys... if Konami buys them? 
Uh, that would be funny, actually. <laughs> Could they actually make it worse? I'm not sure. Cap-nami? <laughs> Cap-nami? It's like we well, have all saying, the IPs like, Konami, we love. Konami is not just a video game company. They have, like, fingers in all the pies in Japan. Yeah. yeah. So they, they definitely have the money. I think... I think, though, that will... Yeah, I don't think Konami would do it. <laughs> then they would just neglect all of Capcom's IP like, more than... Yeah. Like, even, even, like, yeah, it's just nuts, like, how No, but we could have is. a Silent Hill Resident Evil crossover! Woo! Resident Hill? <laughs> yes. Just old Silent people. Uh, old people in a home. What's that noise? <laughs> what? <laughs> Resident, <laughs> Resident Hill. <laughs> What would that even be about? Like T virus <laughs> monsters in Silent Hill? No, Wesker just, uh, goes to Silent Hill and has to pay for his, his sins. All of the old people get dementia at the same time and they freak out. <laughs> I just want to see Pyramid Head and Tyrant fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. The- <laughs> Honestly, wouldn't I- be surprised if the mo- the producers behind the movies for both of them decide to do some shit like that. Oh god, I actually think. I love Pyramid Head, but I'm pretty sure Tyrone would fuck him up. Yeah, Pyramid's too slow. Unless we go for the Homecoming one, which is really buff. He might be a little quicker. <laughs> I'm about to say, did you not see the end of Revelation? He kicked ass. Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's, I forgot about that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> when he fought the monster from Hellraiser. Oh, God. <laughs> Claudia Wolf. Oh, fuck that movie. Anyway. Oh. Dead Rising 3 PC. It's optimized for 30 frames, which pissed off a lot of people, but one of the people behind the port at Capcom said, don't worry, guys, here's a video. Here's two videos of the game running at 60 frames per second. It'll perform at 60 frames perfectly well, minus some few stuttering issues when there's a lot of shit like going on on screen, which makes sense. Oh, so don't worry too much. That reminds me. YouTube's going to have uh, 60 frames per second now. Finally. Yeah. So now everyone can go, Xbox versus Xbone PS4 things. Mm-hmm. It'll be stupid. Check this shit out, bro. We got 30 frames. The, X- the Xbox is going to start catching up on that because now they don't have... The biggest reason why the PS4 has been destroying the Xbox One in terms of performance is because of... Uh, see, uh, Yorks is a PS4 fan. That's why he barked. His, <laughs> but <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but anyways, um, it's because uh, the Xbox has that snap-in OS, like the Windows OS, um, and it had the Kinect, but they're... Removing Kinect support so it's not mandatory to, for developers. They're not removing it, but they're not making it mandatory. So like games like Destiny, Bungie has said that they're just not using it at all so that they can pr- improve the performance. So things will get better for Xbone owners. And also DirectX 12, the optimizations. That oh, was... yeah. They said that about the, the 362, and it did nothing. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um... Be... I mean, their game, like, Sunset's Overdrive looks really visually impressive. It does, it very pretty game and it has yeah. female protagonists well players yeah. oh that, that that was actually funny did you did yes Whit, whitney did you see that they made what? fun of the assassin's creed guys you saw it right yeah i did that was a really i like that jab though because they didn't say anything mm-hmm. they, they just they just dressed the character up like an assassin from assassin's creed that's why that game is fun is exclusive because microsoft can actually afford to pay for the female models uh-huh. Yeah, because we all know how hard and time-consuming that is to animate them. You got to get the boob physics right. Mm-hmm. Oh, teenager. <sighs> but speaking of Dead Rising, there's gonna be another Dead Rising movie because 
I don't another know. Another one? Another one. You don't remember the first one? There was a Dead Rising movie? Everyone forgets the first one. It was it was a movie that was released as a several part downloadable thing on uh, Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. Directed by Kiji Inafune himself. It was called Zombrex Dead Rising Sun. Japanese language oh, movie. With, uh, I remember this. It wasn't good at all. It featured, I didn't uh, watch it, but yeah. I remember what's going out. Two brothers in a warehouse. One of them was in a wheelchair, and they just take all the stuff in the warehouse and beat up thugs. It's really bad. But they're going to make a new one, and it's going to be produced by the same people that made Mortal Kombat Legacy. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't expect anything good, but whatever. It's going to be free on video on demand, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. Check it out on Crackle first. So, now they... Here's the thing I'm happy about. Is mm-hmm. the Well, actually, not so much the this specifically, but they lowered the price of The Last of Us remaster, and there's a bundle coming out on the Ooh. 30th. And yeah, the yeah. game is apparently... game is 60 frames per second, 1080p, which I didn't really doubt that it was going to. Um, they worked really hard. What's her name at Naughty Dog? She used to be from 343. She's like the super engineer that works at Naughty Dog, and they announced just like the other day that, they're, that they've got it above 60 frames. Because if a game is, in quote, in 60 frames per second, like consistently, that means it has to have a base of above, so then it never goes below 60 frames per second. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, she said that it looks amazing that way. Neil Druckmann says that you can't even go back, especially multiplayer. Oh, I can't wait to play the multiplayer again. Um, can't wait. It was originally. Can't wait. So, oh God. <laughs> oh, boy. I, hey, CJ. I, I don't. I. I think Kyle's having trouble waiting. <laughs> Haven't you seen that video? That football player. Can't wait. Oh, no. Never mind then. <laughs> but um, it's a good thing they lowered the price because it was kind of iffy. Full sixty dollars for a game that came out uh, last year, two years ago. What was it? Whatever. What you, you don't better. know. I don't know when it came out. Whatever. It was a good game. I haven't played it. It was the game of the year. Of what? 2013? Yeah. Sure, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't even know what today is. Anyway. It's good <laughs> that it's a, it's low, it's a lower price. Unemployment.gif. Exactly. <laughs> it's good that it's a lower price because, I mean, people already played it. But um, the, the bundle sounds awesome. It is, bundle, it is a great game. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If the bundle's still around when um I can afford to get one, I'll totally get that bundle. The game will probably be... Um, Super cheap by then. I can't wait to play the multiplayer again. Anyone that loved The Last of Us, I know so many people that didn't try the multiplayer. The multiplayer is one of the best ones I've ever played. It is so fucking good. Hmm. I can't okay, wait for it to win. Maybe I should try it then. There was no, there's, some, there's nothing more satisfying in a game than throwing a Molotov t- cocktail and hitting someone square in the chest. And they're like, ah, ah! It's so funny. I look so forward to really this good. winning all the awards again. It's legitimately good. I will definitely try it out. Never touched it. One day. One day. Um, here's some... Oh, whatever news. Games for Windows Live is not shutting down, but the store will no longer be available, so you can't buy anything new, but you can have access to all the stuff you already own. Uh, presumably Dark Souls will stay around. Stuff like that will be functional. Mm-hmm. Until whenever. Not much more to say about that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't have a time timer on my Dark Souls playing anymore, which is all right. Um, here's another remaster collection, Metro Redux. It comes out in August. That is Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light with improvements. Metro 2033 more so. Um, I forget the price, but, uh, oh, for $50, there you go. 
you get both of them. If you already own them on Steam, you get some t- sort of discount, but I honestly feel like you should get these should, so much cheaper. Yes, it should be free. Metro Last Light's improvements should probably be free from how they sound. They sound just like a patch. But whatever, we'll see what happens. Um, it's cool that they're re-releasing them on Xbox and PS4, so it's really good games, and a lot of people missed out on them. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, Binding of Isaac will have some more status effects, introduces new items... That comes out sometime in the fall, I believe. Doorways Chapter 3 is going to be sold separately, which kind of iffy, but then I realized that the main game is like 10 bucks, so whatever. You'll get uh, Chapter 3 separately. Pretty interesting game. Not many people talk about it on the site or have write about it or hear, heard anything about it, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Put some videos up. It's got some cool ideas. Uh, Spanish horror team, I believe. Or South American. Somewhere in South America. Maybe. I'm horrible at this. I don't know where they're from. Um, Killing Floor 2 has a new trailer, and it looks really good. It does. Those monsters are horribly named, but they look so nasty and fun. I I really want to play that. I never... I I missed out on the the train of the first one, as it were, the hype train. I played it a few times, and I I just never really got into it, but it was really good, what I had played. Yeah, when we do the review, they'll, they'll probably send us multiple codes, which will be perfect, so we can all play together and just check out what the game offers. I don't know when it comes out, though. I wouldn't... I don't even know if it's going to be this year, to be honest. Hmm. Let's go find out. Um, Machine Games, the people behind Wolfenstein, the new order, said they want to do a sequel. Which should be awesome, because the game is great. So let them do it. Let them do it, Bethesda. They made a fantastic shooter. And for some reason, Nintendo is holding on to the Eternal Darkness trademark, presumably to re-release the game on Nintendo Store. Damn. Eshop. Eshop, there you go. And yeah, um that other game what was it? Oh uh oh god, what is it called? The Silicon or no not the Silicon Knights. Former Silicon Knights oh god, what is it called? Precursor games. Precursor games, but that wasn't the name of the game. Oh god, what was that called? Shadow of the Eternals. That was it. The at the yeah. straight up sequel to Eternal Darkness, but wasn't called Eternal Darkness. And wasn't even a spiritual successor. It, had, it was a sequel. Yeah, it was a sequel. Why didn't they what, call it Eternal Darkness? Because they don't Nintendo, own yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, like Nintendo just, re- just refreshed the trademark. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what happened to Shadow of the Eternals. They didn't. They failed two Kickstarters and one personal uh, crowdfunding thing. So we yeah. might not ever see it, but we might get a re-release of the original game on the eShop. So yay! I, I bet Nintendo does something with it. You think so? You think they would actually? A lot do of people a think that. Game? A lot of people think Nintendo, because all of Silicon Knight's best games were helped by Nintendo, hmm. um, or they had help, like when they did the Twin Snakes. I think you know Kojima obviously helped with that. Yeah. Um, that's like the most broken Metal Gear too. <laughs> um, Coincidentally, uh, by the same developers. <laughs> you know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then Eternal Darkness, Nintendo helped with that. What other games did they make? But it's, they they were part of the quote unquote Nintendo curse that these developers that were really tight lock with Nintendo, like Factor Five and whatnot, and then they left to make a new game. And then their game killed the studio. Um, there in in Silicon Knights' case, it was fucking oh god, whatever it's called. I'm terrible at remembering these. Two Human. Mm. That was it. Yeah, yeah piece of shit Diablo clone that Dennis Dyack said everyone was too stupid and didn't understand how good his game was. It's like literally his words. It's like people were this game is too high concept for most Ooh. people. 
bad, bad to say. It's a Diablo clone. There's nothing high concept about it. <laughs> um, you did this post. Uh, the lichens from the Order 1886. Are they creepy? Is that what this is about? They're scary, right? Yeah, I guess they're just lichens are just werewolves. The the visuals and art style and everything in that game looks cool. I still think it looks like it's going to be one of those games that plays itself. But yep, yep. When we saw it at E3, we we're like, oh, okay, it's cool looking. Sony doesn't have a big exclusive this fall. It's kind of a big deal. Uh oh. Well, they don't. This got pushed to February or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've got like Last of Us, I guess, but nothing else exclusive. Xbox has the Halo Master Chief Collection and Sunset Overdrive. So Xbox could pull ahead in the fall in terms of sales, but I don't know, the PS4 is looking pretty dominant right now. Like last month, the PS4 sold more than the 360, the Wii U, and the Xbox One combined. Whoa! Yeah. And it had nothing. There's nothing for it. I guess there's like Watch Dogs, but nothing exclusive. Yeah, that, that game is awesome. Oh, God. See, he likes it, too. <laughs> uh, here's a game that's really confusing, but it doesn't look too bad. It's uh, Dead Island Epidemic. It's a MOBA, but it doesn't really look like a MOBA. But they're really trying to push that it is a MOBA, so they can call it a Zomba. And it's a very energetic trailer. It actually made me, like, my chest hurt. Because I was like, what the fuck? Calm down. <laughs> but it looks fun. Uh, it's cartoony, isometric roller. Yeah, it gave me anxiety. I'm like, fucking slow down, narrator. You're killing me here. But it looks alright. Uh, free-to-play game. This is kind of a big drama. Um, apparently there's a spiritual sequel to Stalker on Kickstarter made by these folks who didn't really have anything to do with Stalker but potentially had some like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon thing going on. And the actual people who made Stalker said, no, these guys are lying. They are bullshitters. And there's this huge drama now whether the Kickstarter is a fraud or not because these people are advertising as we made Stalker. Now we're going to make this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't donate to that Kickstarter. Did they actually the apparently shut them down yet? They actually apparently stole art assets from the mm-hmm. Stalker wiki. Yeah. This so is, this is a shit show. Yeah. Um. Eurogamer has a huge thing going on about the whole process. They just updated recently too. Check that out because this is a clusterfuck of potential fraud. That's not cool at all. If you really want Stalker, there's that other game the actual Stalker developers are making. I forgot the name. Mm-hmm. Go look that up. What else? Ooh, we have Fatal a trailer. The trailer, the trailer, the trailer, the trailer <laughs> for a Fatal Frame movie kind of looks oh. weird. Doesn't really look like what I expected. The two girls like in an orphanage or school or something. Yeah. It's very vague, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to be good. Whatever. Is it going to have a scare cam with PewDiePie watching it the whole time? <laughs> I'm sure yes. in the future we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there with films. It, it looks... This looks more like it's mocked, like trying to copy Korean cinema than anything else. I don't know why I say that. I, I wasn't really impressed by the trailer. I was like, yeah. Okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah, what is? I look, for, I look forward to the American remake in three years. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> and then the remake of the remake. With the Olsen twins. Oh, the Olsen twins? Would they yeah. play the... Actually, yeah. that would be a good choice. Miku and Mayu, whatever their name was. Actually, they're like... They're pretty old now. They're not teenagers. Miku and Mayu? Isn't it Miku and Maya? Miku? What? Is that the name of the characters? Yeah, wasn't it? So Hatsune Miku is in Fatal Frame. Yes. 
If you put them together, they just merge into the fusion dance. Oh, uh, goodness. This game, Hunt, Horrors of the Gilded Age. Zach just put up his preview. We watched the segment of it at E3. It looks really, really good. Uh, great potential. Like he wrote, it's Resident Evil 4 Dead, squad-based. Well, four players, very heavily Resident Evil-inspired, and also very cinematic. And um, it's going to be free to play. You can sign up for the beta now. Really excited to get my hands on that, because that looks like it might be interesting. Hopefully it actually comes out, because apparently Crytek has financial troubles. Mm. Which oh, yeah. is bad. Crytek. Crytek looks like they might be going under. Yeah. They're not paying no. bills on time, or paying their employees on time. Yeah, this allegedly. is crazy. This is you. Yeah, I don't know what's happening because like they maybe they poured too much money into the Cry Engine. Who knows? I figured. Oh, I did hear something about that because apparently people aren't like going flocking to it as like developers aren't flocking to it as a tool when there's Unity and Unreal now. Hmm. I don't know. I guess they just don't like it. Who knows? It's not good when AAA studios die. Yep, and get too big to understand how to manage their money, which is another alleged thing. We'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, it's never good when people lose their jobs. When studios die, this is one of the reasons why studios are terrified to make like anything. Like they're always like, have, like Ubisoft makes the same game, multiple of the same game every year, and why there's a Call of Duty every year, and why we never like. It's such a feat to see like an original idea or a, or a quote unquote risky idea. That's because these studios, if they fuck up. If one game doesn't do too well, it can shut down their entire studio. It's like all over. It's like, oh no, they didn't do as well as we thought it would. Even though we had unrealistic expectations for the single title, we gotta shut everything down now. We 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 can't continue to throw money if we can't make over ten times what we thought we were gonna make. Some of them, some of them aren't like. Sometimes though, it, it legitimately is they put too much money into it, like Bioshock Infinite. Um, yeah. Like they just that game was in production for like six years, and it got really good reviews, and it sold pretty well. I think it sold like three million units, but um, not nearly enough to keep the company afloat. So 2K shut it down. Um, so that that like I said, that's why people are terrified to do, why they always do the same shit over and over is because well, it's it's almost as bad. Also, as... This is also seems to be the time of the uh, whole independent game makers it seems like they're this is really the, their time to shine because mm-hmm. the bigger companies just are afraid to do anything different so now yep. we have a lot of cool independent games coming out kind of trying to fill those shoes yeah they're not as polished as the AAA titles but at least we're still getting something new indie mm-hmm. india's problems too though um like like i think that they run into um being repetitive or being very iterative like that new the people that made limbo mm-hmm. yeah. their new their new game looks exactly like limbo <laughs> like it looks like the exact same thing it's like oh a little kid is lonely and scary things are happening like that's a really snarky summarization but that it looked exactly the same like if they called it limbo 2 i would think it was limbo 2 you know or mm-hmm. i wouldn't de- i wouldn't question it there's also the problem with emulation where if one a successful indie idea, indie idea pops up, and everyone's like, "Let's do that." Have you seen it like with Slender, whole, Amnesia? Yeah, that whole thing. That, that's probably the worst out of all of indie is all of these fucking companies. And yeah. you know, I hate to be cynical because we're the horror site, but my god, I'm so tired of playing fl- first-person flashlight games. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's it's excessive. That's why I bought Slender, so I can stream and get upset on stream, potentially. That'll be you, funny. Watching Kyle get upset wasn't enough. <laughs> I, I don't think I actually watched that one. I think I... Yeah, you were you there. Were, you were in the call. I was in the you call, yeah, but I didn't look yeah. at it. I didn't want to spoil it. Yeah. It was a piece of garbage. That game sucks. They might have made it better, though. Yeah, they might have. It's actually, actually, that that I remember Thomas Grip would talk about this game a lot, and it was more a factor of like they were really close to getting a really good game, but they decided to, you know, jump ahead four, six, six or four months or whatever, and uh, God, I can't speak well. <laughs> they decided to jump ahead and release the game sooner than they should have. Hmm. Well, maybe the Steam version is the version they should have released. We'll find out. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so questions time. You guys doing jazz hands? We actually have questions. I did jazz hands. Did you do it? No. Um, I did it in my heart. Oh, God. Anyway, Ahmad <laughs> asked us a question. I'm sure he okay. would do jazz Hi, hands for the podcast. Hi, Ahmad. All right. He, saw, he says he recently watched Street Fighter Assassin's Fist series. Okay, I'm jumping to his voice now. And I have to say that it was the best movie adaptation to date. Not even the first silent movie could compete with it. When I was done with the whole series, I couldn't help but wonder why big-budget Hollywood movies continue to fail at trans- to translate to the big screen. From what I've seen, sticking to the source material is not a bad thing. And this is a fighting video game which made it on a budget, which is made on a budget of two million dollars, if I'm not mistaken. My question is, do do you think that independent movie makers who are really passionate about whatever games they love would finally bring video game movie adaptations to mainstream media? Uh, well, just just uh, with Silent Hill, I've noticed that a lot of the fan films that have come out or are coming out seem to stick closer to the source material than the mainstream movies did. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, an issue with Silent Hill was that um, I forget his name, director of second one. Uh, Bass, but Michael Bass. Michael J. Bass. Michael J. Bass. Yeah. Yes, he was an independent filmmaker who was a passionate Silent Hill fan, or so he says, and, and he was brought the, to make a mainstream video game movie adaptation, and we got that. Yeah, the the problem was that the film companies, the mm-hmm. uh, producers, were just too worried about the general public getting it and they wanted to rake in all that money with independent films that's not on their mind what they want to do is make a good project and you know fuck if no one gets it then no one gets it uh i would like to think that if these independent filmmakers can make really good videos or movies or whatever based on games that maybe hollywood would take notice and be like you know what maybe we can treat video games more like we treat our book adaptations i mean those aren't always good, but they're sure as hell a lot closer than the video game adaptations are. They're usually... There's a few things. Firstly, a lot of the time, video game stories are really bad, and people don't realize how bad they are until they try and make it beyond... Like, a lot of time, video games are written literally just so... You like, explore. Like, you're like, I came up with the idea for this environment. How do you go from this environment to this environment? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how they're designed. It's not necessarily bad. It's just how it is, and um, it it's all depends. It's all about the on... interaction with the player. A lot of times, more than just the ongoing cutscenes. Yeah, like, like even the hmm, what's a good example? Like the first Resident Evil game. Um, I'm sure some Resident Evil fans are going to castrate me for this, but like, like it's like, oh, we came up with this idea for an underground lab. How do you get from an underground lab or from a mansion to an underground lab? Well, this is why. Um, so on and so on and so forth in that nature. But the biggest thing is just you know, what Whitney said is it's about marketability and the the film industry is even worse than the games industry. The AAA 
games industry for trying to make things appeal to everyone. Like, I'm sure, I know Whitney saw it, the Red Letter Media's uh, yep. watching of the three Transformers uh-huh. movies. I watched Ooh, it because he tweeted it, and I was like, what's this? And he watched it, and I was amazed. The second, I, I only saw the first Transformers. So mm-hmm. when they're like, holy shit, this is happening in this movie, and then the second movie's happening at the same time. It was basically the same movie, like yeah. action pieces. Just in a the, slightly different story. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because it's like he hears small robot chasing Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf, and it's literally happening the exact same time. And like, yeah. I mean, God, Transformers movies are awful, but um, it's all about appealing to as broad an audience as they can. And I think a lot of the t- another thing with video game movies is they're just a studio will get the name uh, or the rights to a name, and then they'll just give it to some director that knows nothing about it mm-hmm. and. And they'll like come because it has the name of the game they like. Personally, what I would prefer um, is if, say, they take Silent Hill. Say they make the rights to a Silent Hill movie. Now, some people might not like this, but what if they just did an original movie, but, like, it was in the game canon? Like, so say it was in Silent Hill. That would be awesome. Like, I mean, like, like the same rules, um, Silent Mm -hmm. Hill 2 and through Downpour, whatever, all happened. But this is an original story. I think that would be a better idea than just like yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to see a Silent Hill two movie. Fuck that. They wouldn't do it right. You know they wouldn't do it right. So just make something up. Or you can use the canvas that they've given you. Do that. Mm-hmm. That's what I would prefer. Yeah, I think that 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 it'll give them a lot more freedom. Fans would be less likely to bitch about why they didn't add this in or or, or change this person. Yeah. Original yeah. story. It's sort of like that was my feelings towards the first Resident Evil movie. I thought it was pretty cool because it was its own story within the universe type of thing. They just took elements of the game. They didn't. They didn't use all the characters, and then they decided to throw them in in the second movie, and that made it suck so much. Yeah. Oh God. I'm I'm just hoping that. Ad- Go on. I was just gonna say adaptations like. I think it's really important to remember that, like, no matter how much you love something, when you go from a book medium or game medium or vice versa to film or or to film and then vice versa, like, it has to change to an extent because it's a different medium. Yeah. Like, a lot of fans are really mad about, I won't say anything, but a lot of Game of Thrones books fans are really mad about something that happened in the Game of Thrones season four finale. And most of it just has to do with the fact that it's an adaptation. <laughs> and... um or that they, they changed something and book fans are livid. It's just a matter of, yeah. there's so many factors when making an adaptation. But I think the ultimate thing is it's all about how the, the passion of the person behind it. Because like even even the Mortal Kombat movie, as much fun as much as you like to make fun of like Paul Anderson, like he actually liked Mortal Kombat. And that's why it turned out a lot better than most of those video game adaptations. I like, I like those movies. I'm, I'm wondering when we're going to get to a point where, because it seems like video game IPs, or the rights to a video game movie are sold to big producers of big companies. I'm waiting for like the independent productions, independent studios to pick up these franchises. Cause like you, you have dread and it's owned by a relatively small studio that's growing and they yeah. still have that vibe. And but that's a comic book IP. It's like, why it, can't video games be sold um, for that much? Heavy rains becoming a movie, right? <laughs> no, it's not. Is I it? mean, uh, no, I don't think it is. I thought I saw a, a recent article that said it's it's happening. Maybe, but they I don't know why someone would make that into a movie. But um, to be honest, uh, actually, Last of Us, be, right? 
I was about to say The Last of Us and Metal Gear are apparently getting movies and like I just don't understand the point really. Um not even in a facetious way. It's like you, you already know that that's going to be way different. Um and The Last of Us is already the, as good as it can be in its current form. So what's well, like what do do I need to see Mel Gibson like running around pretending to be Joel? <laughs> You know what I, I mean? Well, maybe it's, it's a way. It's a way to get people who aren't gamers to see the cool story. That's the way I see it. You'll you'll get more fans that maybe. way. At least that's what happened with Silent Hill. A lot of the new fans came because they saw the movie, even though you know it, it wasn't the most faithful adaptations of Silent Hill. It, it still brought in new blood to to this franchise. It was a way to target the you know, non-gamers. Conversely, I don't think Dragon Ball Evolution brought in any more Dragon Ball fans. Uh, <laughs> well, there's an example saying. of something that was just not at all. They tried. I, I mean, say, at least, at least we didn't get a Dragon Ball Evolution adaptation of Silent Hill. I mean, Dragon Ball is one of those things that it's so. I don't even think it really works as a live-action movie, but like, period. Oh God, I still can't believe they made Goku a high school student, an American. Yeah stool student mm. and then they made james poor james marsters was piccolo yeah does that even happen god uh, i don't i don't he wanted he, work i don't think he's working <laughs> he wanted, after that he wanted work. <laughs> i think that ended his possibility of work anywhere else no he's still Anyways. acting okay good that's a oh. good that's yeah, a good... i remember when that uh when that movie came out he was he was on smallville he was playing um a bad guy on there of course he was typecasted <laughs> No, he's not. Good question, though, Ahmad. That's a good question. There's a lot of things we can discuss about that. Video game movies need to be better. Mm. Um, Guest asks, uh, Do you foresee the next Dark Souls going the way of Metro Last Light, charging extra for difficulty like Ranger Mode? Ooh, that'd be bad. You don't... don't... Unless he's talking about Bloodborne, and no, that won't happen. You don't think... Well, the the publisher did say at one point that uh, they really want to go big or go home with Dark Souls 2 and make sure that it was more accessible. But like the thing, the words they were saying was kind of worrying, that they wanted to blow well, out the series. Two, two, they, I mean, they say that all the time, but 2 is honestly just as difficult as the first one. Some people don't agree, but some people think that it's the first one's easier than it. It's it's all matter of preference with that series. Some people think Demon's Souls is way harder than both of them. Some people think Demon's Souls is a really the easiest one. And I know I don't think that From would do that. I hope not. That'd be bad. Yeah. I mean, not many people do that have done that besides fucking 4A games or whatever the hell they're called. Um, yeah, seems like that's the one. Yeah, definitely Metro West like taking away the difficulty mode. DLC gets ridiculous. Yeah. Even in fucking Persona Q. You can't even get a hundred percent compendium unless you fucking they're blocking two persona around two dollar DLC. Those fucks. Uh, Atlas is for for DLC. Yeah, tell him, dog. Yeah, um, Atlas. Not... It's like when they had for Arena, they had like, they, what was a two dollar uh, DLC for glasses? The characters wearing their portraits. That's... Like, oh god. Um, Noctis asks, to all, in general, what is one thing you hate about gaming nowadays and one thing you love? Um, I'm loving that indies are releasing all these crazy ideas and stuff like that. It's so easy for them to do so, whether it's on Steam, that's kind of a double-edged sword, but also on PlayStation, so they get to 
pop their stuff on PlayStation. They're supported by uh, big developers, which seems like the new focus for both PlayStation and Microsoft. Um, yeah, that's nice. The one thing I hate is, like we just talked about, the fucking DLC shits, uh, repetitive ideas just being tossed out, annualized crap, season passes, pre-order content. There you go. There's a lot of things I don't like about gaming these days, but I would say the biggest is just just to sum up all of it is there's a very there's a lack of disrespect there's a lack of respect for the consumer as a whole from a lot of developers and a lot of developers and publishers think that we all own them, owe them something we don't know, mm-hmm. owe them fucking anything and we're criminals yep DRM here's your season pass because yeah our show. Game's that awesome basically every complaint I have about the games industry comes back to just yeah, they have no respect for the consumer. We think we, we all owe them something. We are whales to them, and that is an actual term. Yeah, it is. Um, Whitney, uh, I'll just ask you a question. Any mo- new oh. episodes for uh, yes. Silent Hill Historical Society? Yes, I'm actually going to have one. Uh, pretty soon, I'm going to uh, talk to some cosplayers, Silent Hill cosplayers. Ooh. I didn't answer the other one, though. Yeah, I was going to oh. say... Unless you don't want me to answer it, CJ. Answer it. Uh, for one thing I'm really disliking about gaming nowadays is sort of the current mindset about you, you can't point out anything wrong with industry, mm. with representation, without people getting nasty to one another. Uh, the gaming culture nowadays, it just, it just seems like you bring up one thing you see that's wrong, and next thing you know, you're getting called a feminazi, and how dare you even bring this up, and why are you trying to ruin the fun for everybody? It's just a joke. I really don't like that attitude a lot of people are having now. Um, I don't really get into those, those discussions or arguments, but just from what I see, on, see online, it makes me really sad. But one thing I do love about the game industry is that we are finally kind of talking about it and, and people are, are trying to make games that include everybody, um, equal representation. And I think that I think that's really great. I think we're kind of going in the right direction. Also, games are looking pretty cool nowadays. It's amazing how, how far we've come from, <laughs> you know, playing Mario on our, our, our Nintendo Entertainment System to now we're... Realistic graphics it almost looks like a, you're playing a movie type thing. You know, I never thought I'd see this in my lifetime, and it just keeps getting better and better. The sort of things we can do with video games looks better than real life. <laughs> exactly. Like Skyrim with mods does. <sighs> but yeah, so yeah, mom, on my site podcast, yes, I have a, a new episode in the works, and I hope to for it to come out uh, middle schedule to record. Uh, the second weekend in July, so hopefully it'll be up around that 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 point in time too. I'm gonna cosplay as a lying figure just by putting a garbage bag on top of me <laughs> <laughs> and then crawling around the floor. That'd gonna be, be awesome. Your podcast then? Yeah, yeah, you sure can, Kyle. If you want, <laughs> we should we should uh, cosplay as a donut hole Joel and Ellie the Jelly. That actually would be a fucking great idea. We should do that. <laughs> I get to be Ellie though. We'll do that for next fucking. Actually, no. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing J. Jonah Jameson for next E3. So yeah, that makes more CJ, sense. CJ, you already have a cosplay that you need to do. God, that the game will be out by then. It won't be funny. 
fucking we have fat the, we have Last the, of Us characters running around E3. <laughs> hey, it, running around. We'll, we'll be, I'm gonna craft me a sandwich. Then, uh, then people can't say, "Oh, you guys don't, you don't have the muscles to be uh, Joel." You'd be like, "Hello, I'm exactly. Donut Joel." <laughs> yeah, that actually would be. God, he pulls out his backpack to craft, and he starts <laughs> making a sandwich, <laughs> slices of bread, bologna, <laughs> <laughs> all this mayo. <laughs> <laughs> This joke needs to stop being funny. It's so immature. <laughs> it is funny. I don't know why. Jesus it's funny. Christ, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> the joke is like the joke is just that they're fat. That's literally all there is to it. You guys are fat shaming. I know. I'm still fat. It's okay. So am I. So there you go. Uh, we're all fat. So it's okay, guys. Ph fat. Oh shit. <laughs> anyway, Frank Bargella asks, um, it's about Delhi Premonition. So he says, we all know that the original idea for Delhi Premonition had no combat in it, but that the publisher pushed the dev to include it. Knowing what Delhi Premonition's story is and how it ties into the existence of things you fight, do you think that the story would have been different without the combat mechanics? What could you have speculate? What could you speculate unless you don't want to spoil the story it could have turned out to be before the shift towards uh... combat? Let me put it this way. I don't think the story would have changed. It really wouldn't have. At all. I mean, most... The meat and potatoes of the game is when you're outside of the other world segments. They always... always, Those segments always seemed wrong to me. I can see... um, Maybe towards the end, it might have been a little weird... But I don't know. Those those sequences always just seemed off to me. Fighting the zombies and whatnot. Um, I think what it seemed like to me from, from what, what I've read is that um, <clears throat> you weren't actually going to fight them. It was more like you were going to run and hide. So they were sort of already there. But it was more like Shattered Memories where you can fight them. I mean, outside in Greenvale, there's all those, like, dumpsters and stuff you can hide in. Like, what was the point of those? Mm. You know, it, it seemed like it, you, I don't know, it seemed like to me you could just choose to fight and, or hide. I, but the, the, I don't think the main story would change at all in the slightest, because if they had to show certain aspects of the fog and the seeds... They could always just put it in a cutscene, and they, a lot of it was anyway, at least the important bits. Um, that's, that's actually, that was <laughs> arguably Infinite's biggest problem is that the combat was in a vacuum. Same thing, exact same thing. Yeah. I mean, most of it was more like a, a detective game. You just, you, you were looking for clues and shooting down zombies, random intervals of the game was just I think like, that, oh, whatever. I think that game would have been better without those shooty bits, because I really hate those combat bits in those games. Or that game. Yeah, it, it was not its shining moment, that's for sure. <laughs> I, but I, I would still say that there would still be the boss battles, so those, those needed to happen. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Hmm. Definitely didn't really need it. It did feel... It could be tacked on as well. It's just like, all right, something to do. I mean, of course, the game would still have its supernatural elements. I mean, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the citizens would still be afraid of the rain because of the raincoat killer. And maybe because of York's past, he's a little 
not all there. So he could see his fight scenes taking on the supernatural quality. It, it, it could still tie in. Mm-hmm. But definitely they could cut out all those middle other world segments without any mm-hmm. big loss in my book. Um, and wow, you, you caught up on the show. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of curious if, if Frank actually listened to our reenactment of that pony thing. <laughs> he probably did. Uh, I know Frank is a fan of the Digital Jesters podcast, so he probably enjoyed that, that horrible bit. Oh gosh. Um so yeah, we're I, done. I just want to apologize, Frank. No, I, hey, there's one more question from me. <sighs> that is I said it in the beginning. That is the last exorcism two where the demon that possessed her wants her to get horny. So he's like, Hey, how you doing? Every night. That's seriously the plot. He wants her <laughs> to get aroused. By going, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. That's like, that's like that's is like that's like Joey? Whole... How you doing? Oh god, full house fuck. It is literally Arouse a joke. Friends. Oh, whatever. I don't remember. I said arouse and you're talking about full house. What is going on? <laughs> I thought you meant said... Uncle Joey. No. What did he do? <laughs> what? What did he do? I don't even remember who Uncle Joey is. Is Uncle Joey the blonde haired one from the Full House? One, yeah. <sighs> it's not Oikos. What? The Greek Uncle guy. Joey, Uncle Joey Joey was uh Kool Aid, wasn't it? <laughs> the funny one. Yeah, he was the funny one. The one that de- dated Elena. The one that wasn't Bob Saget or the one that wasn't a Greek god. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was talking Joey from Friends. How you doing? I remember, oh. I, remember, I remember there was like a Silent Hill moment in an episode of Full House where like one of the characters was like tripping out on drugs, literally. And like they f- their, their, their Silent Hill Otherworld moment <laughs> is they, they bought out both uh, Olsen twins at the same time. It was actually kind of funny because like, cause, you know, if you know that show, they... They would switch the care Michelle. Yeah, I think yeah. her name was. Did Bob yep. Saget so, come out and say, "How dare you bring a doobie into this house?" But, no, that that was no, Seventh Heaven. Seven <laughs> God, I love that fucking video. It's so fucking melodramatic. Can't hold up a job. I really thought it was the mob. This is telephone. This is television drama before Breaking Bad and whatnot. <laughs> And now I know it wasn't, but it's just, it just was so fucking funny. She's like, we found marijuana in the house, and they're all like, oh my god. Such like, such like white suburbia Christian mid-90s stuff. It was god, it was... One of them could have been pregnant. One of them got shot, and there was less drama. It was so funny, because like, he's like, don't you dare walk out that door! And the dad just goes up and like slightly hits the door and then leans against it. Like, what are you doing? He was doing his best uh, footloose impression. Wait, wait, did you, what did you just say? He could have what, CJ? Did mm-hmm. you just bring up real, uh, Fresh Prince? Footloose. Like, in Footloose, no. one of the moves is that you hit the wall and you fall against like, ugh. Like, oh, sad. I thought you said someone getting shot and I just remember. Oh no, the, you know, the father got shot in the show and he there was less drama associated with that scene. Well, didn't Will Smith get shot? He was saving Colton? You got, yeah, you or got something? Yeah. yeah. Well, Fresh Prince was awesome, though. Yeah, Fresh I love that show. Yeah, I could still watch it. It's great. I can't you know believe he's, he's the same age as Uncle Phil was in that show. Fuck. Oh, Uncle Phil died this year. Yeah. He was Shredder. Yep. Yeah, he was. He was also War Machine in the Spider-Man cartoon. The 90s oh, I didn't one. know that. I just knew he was Shredder. <laughs> It just reminded me that the the mom from Seventh Heaven, I thought about this idea for a video. Maybe I shouldn't say it, but if someone else takes the idea, go for it. 
Um, they have like the you know the seventh heaven theme that's like oh seventh heaven mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> like and they used it to cut away at certain times. Like you know how shows did used to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, the mom for Seventh Heaven was in the, the original Child's Play movie. Oh, yeah. And there's a, there's a scene where she's like, she's like, Child's Play is Chucky the Killer Doll, if you didn't know. Yeah. Um, and there's a scene where she's, like, trying to get Chucky to talk because she knows he's alive. And he's like, she says, talk to me, Dad, or I'll throw you in the fire. And then he's like, you stupid bitch, you filthy slut. And I thought he'd <laughs> cut that so, like, the Seventh Heaven music cuts in right then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seventh Heaven. <laughs> oh, you don't fuck with me. oh gosh you should totally do it <laughs> oh that'd be fun oh but yep. i'm surprised no one's done that do it be the okay. first get the yeah. views put on vine you'll give him more views because vines are weird mm. six seconds yep oh we, we that was a tangent and a half yeah well <laughs> this is the end of the episode thank you for watching um so do the general stuff you could follow me on twitter arsenic13 Go to HowTheScent.com, our horror gaming forum. Go to our Twitch channel, which is Rely on Horror TV to watch us stream stuff. We might stream something tomorrow. You'll probably be listening to this before, shortly before that anyway. Um, go to our YouTube channel, which is just Rely on Horror. And Those yeah. Those are interviews. Yep. Go do go order all of our social networks. Like everything. Favorite. Watch subscribe. all of the CJ's uh, Jay-Z videos. They're pretty funny. Yeah, that's fun. Um, yeah, that's me. Uh, I am Kemi underscore Rowe, SilentHillHistoricalSociety.com, FKInTheCoffee.com, uh, SilentHillCollection.com. I'm just here. Woo! Oh, guess what, guys? What? I surpassed you in likes. Oh, you did it. Yeah, I did. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Silent Hill Historical Society surpassed Rely on Horror. Hold on, let me look that, it up. It's okay, because Silent Hill's dead. I have... 25,949 <gasps> and Rely on Horror has 25,795. I have 200 more. Why, why are you starting yeah, shift? We don't need a reminder that our website is dying, Whitney. <laughs> so is it dying? Rely on Horror is dead. It's dead. Oh, no. We're Stop it! It's already dead! <laughs> so where can they find you, Kyle? You can find yeah. me on at Levito on Twitter. That's at L-E-V-I-T-0. Um, I have a podcast called S-Link FM. And you can follow it on Twitter, at S-Link FM. It's a persona podcast. Last episode, uh, Aaron Fitzgerald, who is the voice of Chie and all the new Chie things, came back again. And Yay! she was really awesome. And um, we just redesigned the website so it looks super good now. Ooh, I gotta um, look at that. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right, then. Bye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. You stupid bitch, you filthy slut! Seventh heaven.